to the Mind Your Hormones podcast. My name's Corinne, and I'm a board-certified holistic nutritionist who went from no period from mismanaged PCOS to a regular one. Now, I'm obsessed with helping you get hormonally balanced and emotionally aligned. This podcast is all about education, empowerment, real talk, and simple strategies you could start today to find inner peace and overall well-being. I am so excited to be here with you to chat about all things health, hormones, and mindset. Are you ready? Let's get it. Hello, hello. Welcome to Mind Your Hormones. I'm so excited for today's episode. This topic is literally one of my absolute favorite things to talk about, which is regulating your period. And if you know my story, if you've been here for a minute, you know this is so close to my heart because I had an irregular period for literally my entire life. I didn't get my period till I was about 15 and a half. It was always irregular after that, like literally had no clue when it was coming. It would come like three times a year. And then it went totally missing for two years. And then things started regulating out back in 2018. Cause I obviously started doing things to help it, which is what we're going to talk about today. So this is so close to my heart. So I'm going to be talking to you about exactly how I regulated my period naturally and how I now have helped hundreds of clients do the same thing because literally like this is the form you love. This is how you regulate your period. And I wish I knew that first of all, there was a natural option back when I was trying to figure shit out. I wish I knew that it didn't need to take me years and years and years. I wish I knew that there were things I was doing that I had no idea were negatively impacting my hormones and causing me not to have a period. I wish I knew that it wasn't just the way my cycle was, that it was so important to get a period, like all these things. So that is what we're talking about. So I want to start this episode off with some lies I was told about my irregular period because I think they're super common. Well, I know they're super common because so many of my clients have heard them too. And if you are someone who has an irregular cycle right now, I am sure you've probably heard some of these things. So we are going to talk about four lies that I was told, which was number one, that three periods a year was normal, right? Like, like I said, when I was getting my period before it totally went missing, I would get about three to four a year, like give or take. And my gynecologist at the time was like, that's totally fine. It's totally normal. You only need about three to four periods a year and you're good. And I was like, okay, cool. Like I got this. That's fine. Moving on. Didn't think there was an issue with it. Um, that's 100% bullshit. That's not true at all. We're going to talk about why that's so alarming in a second, but let me go through all the other lies first, and then we're going to talk about why all this shit matters. The second one was that I was told birth control regulates your period. Um, when my period was irregular, my gynecologist, of course, recommended birth control, which I'm sure if you have an irregular period, your gynecologist recommended the same thing to you. Maybe you're currently on birth control right now because you were told it regulated your period. It does not do that. It literally turns off your ovulation, specifically the pill, the Nuvering, the Depot shot, the, um, what's the other one? The implant, those literally turn your ovulation off. So you are not ovulating, which means you're not actually getting a period. It's not regulating your period. It's making you think that you're getting a regular period because you're having a withdrawal bleed from the medication every single month, but you are in fact not actually getting a period. So it's not regulating anything. Okay. I have so many podcast episodes on that. So I'm not going to go too far on a rant on that. I will link some of them below. If you haven't listened to them yet, it's because if you have it and you're on birth control and you just heard that for the first time, uh, you need to go listen to them. Okay. 
The third lie was that if you're not trying to get pregnant, it doesn't matter if you have a period or not. Because at the time I was young, I was, again, my period was irregular from the time I was 15 when I got it until the time I was 26. And then from 26 to 28, it was totally gone for like those two years. So I was not at the time looking to get pregnant. I wasn't in a serious relationship, nothing like that. So I didn't think it was that big of a deal. And you know, we're told like, oh, you just need to ovulate to get a period. Uh, sorry, to, if you want to get pregnant. Another thing that's not true, and we're going to talk about why in a second. Um, and then the other lie I was told was that my blood work was normal, which I've jammed out about this so many times. So again, I have some other podcast episodes on blood work I could link below, but I was told my blood work is all normal. I'm like, I don't have a period. I have monthly migraines. I have IBS. I'm chronically bloated. I'm constipated. I have rashes all over my body. I'm gaining weight. Like, how is my blood work normal? My my um, brain scan or whatever called, MRI was normal. My blood work was normal. Like, literally everything was normal. And I'm like, this is bullshit. It's only normal because it was in the normal range. It wasn't in the optimal range. So these are all lies I was told about my irregular period. And I'm sure some of you can connect with that. Now, if you do have an irregular period like I used to, you've probably been told some of this bullshit, none of which is true. Here is why this is a problem. Our cycle, not just our period, but our entire menstrual cycle, meaning from the day that you get your period until the day before you get it again, your hormones are fluctuating throughout the month. There's there's different things that are going on. There's different phases to our cycle. So our menstrual cycle in general is our fifth vital sign, which if you don't know what that means, because why would you? We were never taught about this. That means that it's just as important as the other four vital signs, which is our blood pressure, our body temperature, our breathing rate, and our heart rate. So just like you would not just ignore having a fever or you would know that something's wrong, or if your blood pressure is high, you know to do something about it, or all of a sudden if your your heart rate's going all out of whack and you're like, what's going on? You know that this is your body's way of telling you that something's off and it needs to be addressed. The same thing for your menstrual cycle. If it's irregular, if it's missing, if it's painful, if it's really heavy, if you got a lot of PMS, like if all these things are going on, that's your body's way of saying like, hey, this is a vital sign, and if it's off, there's deeper issues that are going on. On, which is why I'm pretty sure cycling only three times a year is a problem, regardless of wanting to get pregnant or not, because that's letting me know that my vital sign is not showing up regularly and it's because of a reason. And when you're not getting a period, you are not ovulating, okay? If you're not getting a period, you're not ovulating. And the reason why this is a problem, whether you want to get pregnant now or ever or never, ever, ever, is because ovulation produces the hormone progesterone. And we talk a lot about progesterone on this podcast all the time. Progesterone is the hormone that holds onto and nourishes a pregnancy, but it's also essential for your metabolism, for your thyroid, for your bones, for your stress response, for your sleep, for avoiding PMS, for decreasing your risk of osteoporosis and heart disease and endometrial cancer. Like it is so important. So if you're not regularly cycling, then you're not regularly producing progesterone, which is a problem if you never want to get pregnant or it does not matter if you want to get pregnant or not. If you want to feel your best, if you want to decrease your chances of certain illnesses um, later in life, if you want to have good bones and metabolism and thyroid and all the things have energy and just feel good and not have a shitty period when you do get it, we need to be ovulating regularly. So if this is you right now, here's what is most important, most important for you to do, which is addressing 
the root cause of why you're not ovulating. If your period is irregular, that means that you're not regularly ovulating. If your period is completely missing, like mine was for two years, that means you're not ovulating at all. So we don't need to look at, okay, what herbs can I take right now? Uh, what can I cut out? What can I like cutting calories or counting macros or slapping a bandaid approach on it? Like birth control that your gynecologist had recommended that is not addressing the root cause of why you're not ovulating. Okay. This is what we need to get down to. So there are five major reasons why you might not be ovulating. Number one could be inflammation because that affects how your ovaries are, are, or are not producing certain hormones and are, are not ovulating properly doing all the things. Blood sugar dysregulation, which again, we talk about literally all the time. Um, HPA access dysfunction, which is AKA your nervous system is jacked up. It's out of whack, adrenal fatigue, the other way to say it. Um, Nutrient deficiencies and or your gut and your liver are not functioning optimally. Those are the five reasons why you might not be ovulating. It could have started off with one of these reasons and then snowballed because everything in our body is connected. So you might have uh, all of these things going on. You might have just some of these things going on. This is why in, uh, first of all, the reason why I created this podcast is to talk to you about all this because of all the many years I struggled with this and had no freaking clue it wasn't normal, had no clue anybody else was dealing with this, but also the reason why I created the Mind Your Hormones Method, which is if you've been here for a while, you've heard me talk about this. This is one of my courses that I go through every single root cause I just talked about. Inflammation, blood sugar dysregulation, HPA access dysfunction, nutrient deficiencies, gut and liver dysfunction, because if those things are not in place, you are not going to be able to, number one, ovulate, to ovulate regularly, to have strong ovulation, to have a pain-free regular period without PMS, to then conceive and to hold on to that pregnancy. These are the areas that have to be in place. And when they are, and when they are optima, uh, when they are functioning optimally, you will heal no matter what hormone imbalance you have going on, okay? This is the recipe. And it took me so many freaking years to figure this out. It took me going back to school to figure this all out because I had no idea what was going on in my body. I tried tea cleanses. I tried, um, oh, what are the, oh my God, I tried so many herbs. I tried Vitex. I tried, um, oh my God, what was the one that I tried for a really long time? Uh, Oh, shoot. I can't think of it right now. Peony, something peony, white peony. I did acupuncture. Um, I did all these things. Okay. I was going to spin classes. I was having my Shakeology. I was doing all these things. I'm like, what is happening? This is just how my body is. I did not know that, that I had to address these five major root causes. Okay. Obviously I'm going to give you steps of where to begin. Cause if you're like, okay, cool, Corinne, I understand. I get the point that like, I have to get down to the root cause. These are the areas, the inflammation, the blood sugar, the liver, your gut, your nervous system. This is what has to be in place. It can sound like it's a lot of different things, but again, every single thing in your body is connected. So these steps that I'm going to walk you through are supporting all of these areas. That's the beauty of the mind your hormones method, which seriously, if you are someone right now, who has an irregular period, you've been trying to throw shit at the wall and see what sticks. You've, it's been more than three months of you trying things and you have not seen any progress. Maybe you do want to get pregnant soon. Maybe you never want to get pregnant, but maybe you're just sick of never knowing when your period comes. You are understanding how important it is for you to have a period and for you to ovulate. I highly recommend the mind your hormones method. I literally can't even count how many women I have helped regulate their period. Some of them didn't have a period for five plus 
plus years. Some of them went a couple years without it. Some of them, it was just irregular like mine was. And within about, usually on average, about three months, it takes for their period to regulate out when they are following this protocol. It's not something that's going to happen overnight. So if you're just wanting this to happen overnight, this is not the place for you. But it's not, it should not take you five months, six months, seven months. That means you're missing a piece of the puzzle. Okay. So yes, there is a little bit of a lag time and there's a healing period, but usually on average it's about three months that it takes my clients to see their period, come back and then get it regularly. So if this seriously is something that you are like, okay, I'm done. I really want to start healing this. The link is always in the show notes for applying to and joining the mind your hormones method. I literally can't recommend enough. I'm obsessed. Anyway, that is there for you. Okay. So if you're like, all right, Corinne, where do I begin though? Like, can you help me today? Like, what can I do to get started? You know, I'm not going to leave you hanging. I'm going to give you a couple tips. Okay. So the number one thing is for, for you to begin. Now I hesitate to say this is the number one, but it is really important is to at least be taking a multivitamin. Now, obviously there are things that we need to be shifting in your nutrition and in your lifestyle to get down to this root cause. It's not just about supplementation. Okay. And I know I was just saying, I tried all these herbs, herbs, only work when your mitochondria are functioning optimally and which is the energy centers of your cell in order for your mitochondria to be functioning optimally it has to get the nutrients it needs in therapeutic range which is why a multivitamin is so freaking important okay so if you're someone who's trying to conceive right now and your period is irregular number one i would really urge you to pause that process until you start getting your period regularly and you start ovulating more regularly to build up that progesterone which is the hormone that's needed to hold on to and nourish the pregnancy. Um, so that's, I was going to say, you know, you would need a prenatal if you're going to try and get pregnant within the next six months. But if your period is irregular, the most important thing is to get that regulated out first. So not only that you could get pregnant, but that you can hold on to that pregnancy and have a safe and thriving pregnancy. Okay. Um, but otherwise a multivitamin. Okay. My favorite multivitamin is by pure encapsulations, one multi. Okay. It's once a day, one multivitamin a day, you get so many nutrients and minerals and all that. Is that the only, uh, supplement I recommend? No, definitely not. Obviously I have a whole full supplement protocol. If you want, you could get that too. But for right now, if you want to just start with something, definitely starting with a multivitamin, I will put that link in the show notes. Um, it's at full script. You could go to that dashboard. You'll see my favorites. It's called pure encapsulations, one multi. Okay. Take it in the morning, take it with food. That is the number one thing. So you can at least start getting that nutrient density. So your body can start functioning more optimally. Okay. And if you are someone right now who you're like, I'm just not ready to fully invest in a course, but like, I really just want to start with something, at least get the supplement protocol. I have five different supplement protocols in there. Um, it's a supplement training. It's a masterclass. Okay. It's $111. It teaches you, um, if you want to get pregnant and boost your fertility. And if you are pregnant, what supplements to take, if you want to safely stop birth control, if you want to improve your overall cyclical health and wellness and regulate your period, there's a protocol for you. There's a protocol for PCOS, for endometriosis and painful periods. It is so freaking good. So I will always have that link in the show notes for you as well. Okay. But if you want to just get started, you don't want to get any of those things, at least get this multivitamin. Okay. That is number one. Number two is if you are intermittent fasting, cut that shit out, stop intermittent fasting and eat within 60 to 90 minutes max of waking up in order for your body to ovulate. It needs to feel safe because in order for our bodies to ovulate, that is our body's way of letting us know like, okay, it's a safe time to get pregnant and have a baby. You're like, Karen, I don't want to have a baby. Your body doesn't know the difference. It does not matter when that's what our bodies are primed to be doing. So if it doesn't feel like it's a safe time to do that, 
it's going to shut off your ovulation. And if you were going so many hours without food, your body is like, damn, I guess we're in a famine right now. Like this girl definitely is not in the place right now where it's safe for her to have a baby because she can't even access food often enough because uh, we're not eating for hours and hours and hours and hours. And uh, I'm just going to hold on to every single piece of food that comes into her body after that. We're going to store it as fat instead of burning it as energy because clearly she doesn't have access to enough food all the time, right? That's literally what your body is thinking. So if you are intermittent fasting, cut that shit out and eat within 60 to 90 minutes of waking up. This is not only going to support your nervous system and feeling safe. This is also going to support your blood sugar regulation, which is essential for getting your period. Okay. So you can have like a 12 hour time frame between dinner and breakfast. That's great enough time, 12 to 13 hours max of fasting in between dinner and breakfast. You're good to go. You obviously don't want to be eating all the time, every single hour of every single day. You want some space, but going 16, 19 hours, not eating till lunch, just having coffee in the morning, like OMG, that is the recipe for not getting your period and for harming your hormones and your fertility. Okay. So don't intermittent fast. Eat within 60 to 90 minutes of waking up, have that breakfast. Okay. Now, the third thing is not having caffeine or whether that's coffee, whether that's pre-workout, whatever it is, on an empty stomach, okay, which is kind of what I just talked about in the last step. This is so important for your nervous system, for your inflammation levels, for your blood sugar regulation. We have been conditioned, and I used to do this literally all the time. The first thing I would put in my body was coffee. I would have coffee with French vanilla creamer every single morning on my way out. I would maybe eat after that, if anything, or I would eat at lunch. Like This is the mentality we are put on, put in our heads because we're rushing, we're busy, we're working hard, we're doing all these things. I just need my caffeine to make me feel awake. This is going to jack your cortisol levels up. This is going to dysregulate your blood sugar and it is not going to allow your hormones to number one, produce properly or optimally. And it's going to put them all out of whack. I have a whole nother episode on caffeine. I will link below for you, but that is for sure the third step. Okay. The fourth step is having at least two tablespoons of a healthy fat at each meal. Healthy fats are so important for getting your period regulated and getting your period back. One of my main issues when I wasn't getting my period was that I didn't have enough cholesterol in my body to actually produce estrogen and progesterone because our body produces our sex hormones, uses cholesterol to produce our sex hormones. So it's not like cholesterol is the devil, like we need some form of cholesterol, especially if you're eating a lot of um, plant foods and you're a plant-heavy diet like I. I'm uh, personally plant-based. We need to have forms of healthy fat so that we can produce cholesterol. So by healthy fats, I mean avocados, nuts, seeds, um, extra virgin olive oil, coconut oil, having two tablespoons of some kind of healthy fat at every single meal to make sure that we are able to actually produce the hormones that we need to get a period. This could look like a half an avocado with lunch, a half an avocado with dinner, and then maybe some like nuts or seeds with your breakfast. Okay. Super simple, super easy. Um, and then the last thing I would say is if you're over exercising, slow that shit down. Okay. Slow that shit down, which I know is opposite of what we're thinking, right? We're like, wait, Corinne, you're telling me to eat when I wake up and to have healthy fats and to slow down my exercises. Am I going to gain weight? Like I thought I should be cutting calories and going to spin classes and going to boot camp classes and doing all this shit. And I'm like, mm, no, your body, your hormones do not thrive in that, in that environment, which is why if you are doing that and your period is irregular, it's like, okay, well, obviously we need to do something different. So this is something different we need to do. So slowing that down so your body feels safe 
safe to ovulate. And if you're someone who's, you're like, actually, I'm not doing any form of exercise right now. We obviously want you to be moving your body. Walking is a great way for you and for your hormones to regulate out, to support your blood sugar, your digestion, all of it. And to just an easy starting place. So if you're like, Corinne, I'm actually really stagnant. I'm not working out at all right now. Just get some walking in right now. I know I give you a bunch of tips in here. Consistency is key. So don't go balls to the wall and just start with all these at once. Like, okay, tomorrow I'm, get, I'm, I'm ordering my multivitamin. I'm not intermittent fasting anymore. I'm getting that breakfast. I'm doing the healthy fats. I'm not doing the caffeine. I'm not over exercise. Like, whoa, we can't do all that at once. Okay. This is why in the mind your hormones method, things are dripped out to over time. It is step by step by step focus on this. Okay. Well, then once it becomes a habit, then we move on to this. Then once it becomes a habit, then we move on to this, which is why if you really are looking for like a step-by-step roadmap of exactly what steps to take and when in the correct order, so your body can heal optimally, more efficiently, more quickly, more long-term. And so that you actually know how to heal yourself so that you don't need me for forever. And you know how to always keep your hormones in balance, which is actually impossible. They're not always going to be in balance, but how to get your hormones back in balance when they do go out of that is where the magic lies. That is where the mind your hormones method comes in. But if you are just going to start with here, you're like, I'm just going to listen to the podcast for now. Like you do you boo. I love that you're here no matter what, but I want you to not do all this at once. Okay. So start with one of these tips. Okay. And then add on from there. Once it becomes a habit, because your hormones, your cycle, your fertility, everything, it it thrives on consistency. And we don't want this to be something like a crash diet where you do it for two weeks and then you throw the towel in. It needs to be something that's consistent over time. Okay. So the link for the multivitamin will be in the show notes. The link for the Mind Your Hormones Method will be in the show notes. The link for the supplement protocol will be in the show notes if you want to purchase that. If you are going to join the Mind Your Hormones Method, the supplement masterclass is part of that, okay? But I also sell it separately if you don't want to invest in the full course and you just want the supplement training, okay? So that's there for you. Um, everything else, oh, any of the podcast episodes I mentioned, like the caffeine one, intermittent fasting one, um, the ones on birth control, all of those links will be in the show notes. I hope this was helpful for you. This is such, I love helping helping people regulate their period because uh, it's a personal thing for me. I did it with myself. I've done it with so many people. I love it because it's so important for our health and you have the power to do that and you don't need medication to do it. Okay. If you take anything away from today's episode, please take that away. But I love you so much. Please let me know how this resonated with you. Thank you for sharing this podcast with your friends. Thank you for DMing me about it. Thank you for leaving a review. You are the reason why the show is growing and why it's getting in the hands of more and more women so they can understand how to heal themselves, which is so freaking powerful. I love you so much. And I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for being here. If you loved this episode and learned something valuable, please share it with a friend who you think would also love it or post it on social media and tag me so I could personally say thank you for helping me spread this important message. I am beyond grateful to be here with you. So until next time, stay intentional, stay consistent, and always mind your hormones.